Hi everyone, welcome back for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 197. This week's message is, Although I wait patiently, Lord, please do not delay. Hello everyone, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining in for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I thank you for giving of your time to be receiveth of this encouraging message for this week from that of the words of God. My brothers and sisters, uh, this week has been blessful and at the same time it has been heavysome uh, in the things that have transpired throughout the week leading up to today. You know, I pretty much am... I'm not surprised at all of things that unfold daily, second by second, each and every day. I pretty much kind of at a point where I I expect it to, I guess you can say. Um, and I know to some with me saying that, that sounds negative and it sounds like I have no faith. But truthfully, my brothers and sisters, oh, I have faith. I truly have faith. But see, if you recall, uh, I believe it was in the last message or it might have been the episode before the last. I spoke on having an understanding of things taking place. Having an understanding that you're going to be on attack or you are under attack. And when you have that understanding of knowing that you are under attack, then... It makes things a little easier to deal with. It makes things a little bit more easier to deal with. I, I, you know, I mean, there's other ways I could present that to you, but to be truthfully honest with you, that's the first thing that comes to mind. That's the first word for me to say that it makes things a little easier. And and, and really, what I'm meaning by that is that if you know that you got a target on your head. On your back, I help you want you know, the saying goes. Um, it makes it a little easier to deal with the day-to-day mundane things that come along. It, it makes it easier to deal with the day-to-day situations and circumstances that will come forth. And not only that, it, it keeps you alert in a way to where you otherwise would have not been alert, truthfully. Uh, because if you wasn't thinking about, oh, I got, you know, I know that. I'm under attack. I know that the devil's out to get me. If that was not on your mind, then guess what? You will be going about your day not really paying attention to the things that you truthfully need to be paying attention to. And then, yes, also, let me go ahead and address this right here because I know some people are thinking it. Oh, but no, brother Tim, you know, you might have thrown some people into a panic or you might have, you know, caused some people to be frantic and act all weird and everything now because, you know, they're going to be paranoid. They're going to be this. They're going to be that. Well, you may be right, but then also some people are already paranoid. There's things in life that make you paranoid. You know, there's people in life that cause another to be paranoid. I'm not, I'm not saying that 
it's an easy thing to deal with, knowing that the devil is out to get you. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that when you know, you tend to be more aware. You tend to be cautious. You tend to be alert. You tend to be mindful of what you do and who you do it with. You tend to be mindful of people around you. And that I'm going to tell you something. That's not paranoia. That's just being attentive. That's just being coherent. That's just being aware. You feel what I'm saying? And nowadays, the way things are going on in the world, you know, whether it's immediately around us and that of our own household, our, our communities, our neighborhoods, our towns, our cities, our counties, our states, our country. My brothers and sisters, whether it's any one of those things, things are taking place regardless of where. And people are losing their lives. You feel me? And this is not the time to be sitting here pointing the finger saying, oh, you know, you're making somebody paranoid. Are you doing this? You're doing that? No, this is a time that we collectively get together as brothers and sisters in that of Christ. To be that one that's standing in the gap, to be that one, you know what I'm saying, that is providing that hedge, providing that wall of protection. It's not the time to sit and be pointing fingers at nobody. It's not the time to sit and be calling each other out of names and stuff. It's just not the time for that. It never was the time for that. But yet it goes on continuously. And it's getting worse. You know, we... <laughs> I just had a thought come to mind, but I'm not going to speak on it. Because I'm just not going to speak on it. But I will say this. I'm mindful of what I say. Even down to the point where I'm even mindful of what I do. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Because I'm not. Neither, none of us are. You know, the word tells us that we fall short daily of, of that of the grace and the gloriness of God. Um. But that's not saying that we are totally bad, though. It just says that we 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 fall short. But my brothers and sisters, I'm mindful and being even more and more mindful of what I say and mindful of my actions because of I know that day is coming to where I will have to give accountability of what I said and what I've done, whether it's been good or bad. And Periodically, I've thought about that. I was thinking about that this morning. And I'm going to tell you something. When you put things in perspective like that, it will make you sit and think. It will make you begin to take account for what you've said, not only, but what you say. And what you're not, not just doing, but what you will do. You know, and... It does really open your eyes to see that how quickly you will do something if you don't really start thinking and f allowing the spirit to help you follow through on what you thought that you was going to do. You feel what I'm saying? Because, see, we can sit and we can, you know, the word tells us that man has plans, you know, that of his heart, you know, in his heart he has plans, but the Lord, you know, ushers his steps. You know, uh, 
so you can sit and you can plan. You know, we have desires in our hearts. We have plans that we want to do. But it's the Lord that ushers our steps. And, you know, yeah, I know that's not reading word for word, letter for letter, whatever of the word. But, you know, that's paraphrasing a little bit. But you know what I'm talking about. And you know what verse I'm talking about. I will say this to you right now. And you can take it how you want to take it. You can do with it whatever you want to do with it. But we really do need to be attentive. We do need to begin to not just be putting ourselves in accountability, but we need to be paying attention to the things and the people that's going on around us and asking ourselves, are we putting them in, a, in, a, in, a, in, in, in the light of accountability? In other words, that if we see them doing something that we know is not right, are we telling them, hey, look, man, that, ain't, I, I, that, that don't look like that's right, dude. You know, that don't sound that don't sound kosher. You know, or, hey, you might want to stop that and just kind of think about what you're doing or what you just said. Are you hearing yourself right now? And so, you know, I know I've said that to some people. You know, I've said, wait a minute, hold on. Did you just hear what you just said? <laughs> you know, because, listen, we will say some things and we don't, you know, I, I believe that sometimes we don't really think it through. You know, it just, it, a thought coming, boom, we just release it. And if there's nobody paying attention or anybody that cares, they're not going to say anything. But we're right now, we're in a world that if you really pay attention to what's going on around you, there's just so much stuff happening, man. And it's not like there hasn't been things happening before. It's not like there hasn't been some country that's got some grudge against the United States or some country that's got some grudge against this country or some country that wants to go to war or some country got the finger on the butt. It, it, it's not like that hasn't been the case in the past because it has. I mean, things take place and we don't even know about it. You feel what I'm saying? We've, we've come seconds, if not milliseconds, from the whole world being just devastated, you know, just destroyed. But we don't know about it. We've come so close to multiple cities just being wiped out. But we don't know about it. But I'm, I'm, I just, you know, I'm bringing all this up now because, and I'm mentioning this now, and I'm not going to get off top, topic, and I'm not going to start talking about some things associated with that. I'm going to stay on topic. I'm going to stay on what I have been called to do, what I sense and that of my heart and of my spirit to do and that's to bring forth encouragement from that of god's word i know that at times it may not seem like encouragement because it's not the world's encouragement it's god's encouragement so when 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 perceiving it you need to have an open mind and open heart so that you can receive the encouragement because the encouragement is not always going to be just pure encouragement there's going to be some warning in there there's going to be some sternness in there but it's also encouragement. And. You know, I, I got some things going on in my life that I'm I'm dealing with. And. I know that within that of myself and of myself, I. I I'm not and will I not ever be able to 
deal with it in a way that it needs to be dealt with. And and basically what I'm saying is that when you do it, when you're doing things or you got things going on in your life and you know that you need to take another path or you know that you need to lay that down and leave it alone. But you just keep going and you're trying to deter yourself from it. you're trying to not allow yourself to get caught up in it. But you find yourself keep doing and going and doing and going and evolving, evolving and also um and everything that you've done, everything that you thought you've done, everything that you thought of, everything that you've spoken is not working. That's what I mean by in that of, of myself, I know that it's not going to be possible. That's when you really have to turn things over to the Lord. You really have to allow God to truly be that force that will hinder and stop what's going on. The strength of Christ is within us. The light of Christ is within us. The spirit of God is within us. And we have faith in that of our God. So you take faith within that of yourself, but not so much in that of yourself as in flesh, but of the that part, that 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 force that's within you. You understand what I'm saying? So you will hear me say that, you know, oh, well, you know, I have faith in myself and this and that, that. So don't get me wrong when I say that. Now, I'm not saying that in my flesh I have faith. Because no. But I have faith in that of God that's in me. To help me to do that of his will. That's what I have faith in. So when I say that, don't, don't, don't take it as me saying that I got faith in my flesh. No, I have faith of that which is of God within me working to help me do that of his will. I have faith in that. So when I take faith in that, then now am I able within that of the strength of Christ to be able to do what it is that I need to do. So that I am walking like I need to walk. So that I, I am being blessed in a way I need to be blessed. Because in that of yourself, you're not going to do it. Of that of yourself, you're not going to do it. It's the same way when, when it comes to loving someone. You can't do it outside of that of Christ. You're just not. Because the flesh just the flesh is not going to do that. So my brothers and my sisters, today what I really want to get across to you. Outside of the message that I'm about to release to you. Let's really begin to be attentive of our lives. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about what you got going on when it's concerning God's kingdom or what's going on with your family, um, what you got going on with business, you know, where you're at with your health situation. I'm not just talking about those things. I'm also talking about what's going on around us. And you have heard me say in the past, don't get caught up in the world don't get caught up on what you see on the news don't get caught up on what you hear about on the news and so with me saying what i'm saying now about being attentive i'm not i'm not withdrawing back what i said what i'm saying is this do pay attention to it just don't allow yourself to get caught up in it and there's a difference. There is a difference. You can pay attention to something and not get caught up in it. I can hear what this person over here said about what happened in 
Afghanistan. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit there and spend my time, you know what I'm saying, meditating and getting all caught up in. No, I heard what you said. I've taken into account what you said. I'm using that information as I need to use it where it's concerning my life and the life of that of my loved ones around me. And if I feel I need to pass that on to anyone outside of that, then I will do that. But if not, I just move on. And that's what I mean. You take that information, you use it for what it is, and how it can be beneficial unto you, to your loved ones. And if it's upon your heart to go beyond that, then you go beyond that. You you, you share that information and you let it go. Because now you're talking about being paranoid, you will begin to be paranoid if you start just dwelling on these things like that. So... With the knowing of that, the devil's out for you. And the knowing of that, things are so uncertain around us right now. There's just so many things going on that you can't sit and focus on all these things. But you can focus on what God has laid upon your heart to do. And I'm telling you right now, my brothers and sisters, when you put your focus on that, and then you allow yourself to be attentive where you need to be attentive when it's concerning anything outside of that. It's going to it's going to work out. To see when we lay things down in the throne room and we're petitioning God's, it's going. Yeah, don't my shit all cool. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. You know, David, you've heard me talk about David and you know how I feel about Psalms. And and you, you know that Psalms is not the only book in the Bible that I, I, I really found great revelation with or that I, 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 I can connect with, with some of the things that the brother has said. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, my brothers and sisters, the word of God, period, point blank. Regardless where it's coming from, First James, where it's, where it's coming from, Second Timothy, where it's coming from, you know, regardless where it's coming from, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, whether it's Paul, whether it's Peter, whether, you know, it's David, whether, it doesn't matter who spoke what. At the end of the day, it's God's word. And I know some of us, you know, well, you know what David, you know, he said this. Well, Paul, you know, he said, and Peter, he's, it's God's word. They were inspired by God to release a word, and they released it. Thus, hence the Bible. Okay, but at the end of the day, guess what? It's God's word. I want you to really take a moment in that of your lives. You know, what, what's, what's going on with you, what's going on with the close, you know, the loved ones that are closer to you, those in your circle. And what you have been paying attention to and what you have noticed taking place around the world. And some of you are probably doing exactly what I just said. You know, you're focusing on what you 
you sense that you were called to do concerning God's kingdom. And then everything outside of that, everything outside of, you know, your your immediate family or your, you know, your family or your loved ones, you just kind of just have taken it with a grain of salt. You hear it, you see it, but you're not allowing yourself to be consumed by it. And so I say to you, you know, that's great. You know, may God bless you to continue to do that. But for those who are not, for those who still have not been able to put up that barrier, for those who still who do not or are unable to focus themselves in that way, I just want to say to you, please continue to try. Please continue to to lift up that prayer uh, unto God. Seek his guidance. Seek his help that you will be able to do that. Because, like I said, you know, you sit and you see things. And I know you you may sit and watch YouTube because YouTube is getting very... I mean, YouTube has gotten so popular in the past, like, just in this past few months here lately, it's gotten even more popular than what it was before that. But in the past few years, it has gotten just ridiculously um, popular. Everybody you can think of has got a YouTube channel. And if you don't, if you're not putting out content on YouTube, then people are asking you like, what? Why you ain't? You know, because it has got, it's, it's the new norm. It's the new trend now. And don't get me wrong, I got a YouTube channel too. I mean, you know, Encouragement Daily. But I don't push it. You don't hear me talk about it. And the reason being is because there's a little bit of content on there, but I haven't really put the effort forth to really push it and to really just put content on there on a constant basis. And the reason being is because when... You're doing daily devotionals when you're doing a podcast every week. When you're 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 trying to do things to get a foundation laid for a nonprofit, and you know you're, you're working on getting a t-shirt brand going. You work. It's just so many things you're working on. And when it's you, hear me what I'm saying here now. When it's you, keyword being you, meaning plural, just you. You know, singular, just you. Ain't nobody else. You know. There's some things that you have to kind of like just let go and you work on it when you can work on it. And that just happened to be one of those things. Those one of the things that, you know, hey, I, I right now at this time, you know, I, I'm, I'm not able to manage a YouTube channel. You know, because I got other platforms, you know, social platforms that I'm managing and, and, you know, and doing all these other things. So with each project, you got more platforms. That you know you don't, you're involved in more in that platform, so it's like YouTube is not one of the things that I'm focusing on right now. Uh, I will be soon, but right now it's not. But I will be <laughs> fairly soon. But my brothers, really, all my sisters, really, what I'm bringing forth today, really, what I want you to receive of this week is that. Really begin to really put your focus in what you have been called to do. Really begin to do that. This year, let this year, let this new blessings really be the moment that you know what God has laid upon your heart to do. Go ahead and start doing it if you haven't already. And if you have, if you already stepped out there on faith, 
then I say to you, just keep on stepping. God's got you. His provisional blessings are right there for you. He, he's not going to call you to do something and not provide unto you. He's not going to call you to do something and not have the road already mapped out for you on where you're going and what it is you're going to be doing. He, he's not like that's not God. You feel what I'm saying? He's always ready. He's always ready. He had you scraped, mapped out before you even came, before your mother, mother's mother came into existence. So come on now. <laughs> he got you. It's us that has to start stepping out on faith. It's us who has to start utilizing that which is of him within us. And that's where I'm at. And I will not, I'm not going to lie to you right now. And I'm going to share this with you. It's a little kind of, it, it does make me a little nervous. It can be a little scary a little bit because in some ways it's kind of like, you know, so, man, I'm stepping out on the unknown. But then at the same time, you think to yourself, well, no, it's not really unknown because God has showed and proven himself time and time again. So, What is there to be unknown about? I mean, it might be unknown because you don't know exactly what it is you're doing or you don't know exactly in what direction you're going, but you know it's involving God, so you know that he got you. and He's not going to lead you anywhere that you you know you're not going to be able to handle or that he hasn't already prepared for you. Um, but then there's that fleshly side of us that you know, and that's where that comes from. That's where those thoughts, that's where those words, that's where those feelings come from. It comes from the flesh. Not from the spiritualness, from the spiritual being of us. It's from the flesh. But I will say this to you, and I'm not, <laughs> not speaking in that of theologianists or the Pharisees and all that. I'm not, I'm not any of those that Jesus was talking to and they claimed that they know it all. I know. Look, I'd be the first one to say I don't know nothing. And that's not me uh, speaking any negativity on myself or speaking any kind of curse on myself. I say that and I say it in that way because although I may be knowledgeable in many things, I can still will say that I'm knowledgeable in nothing. And I say that like that because I want to continue to soak up knowledge. So you may say, oh, well, you know, bro, you know, you, 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 I heard that you know how to do that. I know a little. That's what I would say. I know a little, but I'm not going to sit and, and boast like, yeah, man, you know, yeah, I did this and I was the one who that. No, nah, you won't hear me say that. You, you will hear me say, I've experienced a little. Because I'm not going to boast of myself. I'm going to boast about anything or anyone is going to be God. It's going to be my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. But I'm not going to boast of myself. I, you might hear me say, well, yes, you know, I do have some things that I do. You know, I do a, you know, I got a podcast once a week. And that's it. You ain't going to hear me going to, I'm not going to, you know, elaborate on it. I'm not going to nothing. I'm just going to, you know, if it's for me to put it out there, I'll put it out there. But I'm not going to, that's just me. And the reason being is because it's just me. I'm just not going to do that. But with this, what I'm saying now, with this that I'm bringing before you right now, my brothers and sisters, I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me because right now, 
we're, we're, we're just entered into the second month of this new blessing. And if you're not sure what I mean by new blessing, I'm talking about new year. I just don't say new year. I, I, I've stopped saying new year. Um, new blessing. So we're in this year of new blessing. And we're the second month in now. Today marks the second month. The beginning of the second month of this new blessing. And I want to say this to you. Because I'm about to cut this short and get ready to go. Uh, uh, do open and pray and get ready to go into the message. But I want to say this. We're now at the threshold of the second month of this new blessing. This year that is, has come upon us. My brothers and sisters. Do not sleep right now. Do not. Hear me when I say this right here. This is not the moment to say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to worry about this. I'm not going to worry about it. No. Stay woke. Stay attentive. Anything that you know that is not within your authority, your power to deal with, release it, petition it unto God's throne room, and keep it there. Hear me what I'm saying. And all those things that you know that God has given you power over, has given you authority over, you assert that power and that authority continuously. You hear what I'm saying to you? Continuously. Don't give up on it. Don't, don't, you know, don't slack up. No. Continuously assert that authority. And anything that you know that's outside of your authority, you know that you don't have any power, or you know that you cannot do, it's out of your ability. You, you present it unto God. You lay it down at, at, at the altar and you present it in a petition unto that of God's throne room and you walk away. Knowing that God's got it, knowing that whatever needs to be done concerning that situation that you laid before him, he got it. You feel me? And everything else that you have authority over. That's within your power to assert authority. Do it. Because now you're using that which is of God within you. And you're standing in faith of that. Not yourself, but of that what God has instilled in you. Utilize that. And continuously utilize it. I don't care what it may look like. Because you're going to see some stuff. Our, carnal, our carnalness, our flesh, we act upon seeing. Because we're visual creatures. We see and that's how we believe. But no. Mm -mm. You continue to assert your authority. And you continue to do that regardless of what it may seem like in that of the carnalness. You hear what I'm saying? I was reluctant, reluctant to do podcasting. I started recording years ago. I have recordings now that nobody know anything about. Um, I've had one sister that came across one of my recordings and I thought that I had deleted or I thought that I had took down the link. But this person found it. And that person brought it to my attention. And basically what they did is they gave me back my word that I presented to everyone else 
which was from that of the word of God. And it was procrastination. And it was a message about procrastination. And that woman, that sister, listen to me. That blessed woman, my sister in Christ, presented that to me. And when she brought it to my attention, she said, so what are you doing? What are you doing with it? I said, what? She said, what are you doing? And I immediately caught on to what she was saying. And I just, I, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't say nothing because she, she, she got me. And I was like, wow. Okay. And I knew at that moment I needed to come out of hiding. I knew at that moment I needed to stop procrastinating. I knew at that moment there was no more hiding for me. That I had to step up. And begin to release what was for me to release. I knew that at that moment I had to open my mouth and let the words come out. And I've been that's what I've been doing for the last almost four years now. But like I said, I, I started recording, I started doing audio recordings years ago. Hear me what I said now, years ago. But I never released it. I put it on a platform. The platform that I put it on, it's not even talked about anymore. That platform, people don't even, I don't even see it. To be honest with you, I can't even think of the last time I seen anything relating to that platform. And I'm not going to mention the platform. <laughs> I'm not going to mention the platform. But anyway, it, I, I mean, it's been a minute since I've seen anything related to that platform mentioned. Um. And I know some people still use it because there's some artists that still use it. You know, that's how they've gotten their start. And that's probably how they still, you know, are, are doing some things, you know, along with some other stuff. Uh, how they're probably getting themselves out there. But I put it on there. And at time, to be honest, with you, I don't even remember my, I don't even remember my information on that page. To truly be honest with you. Um, so... But that's why when you look at the, 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 the episode number, you see that it's so high like it is. I've only truly, truly been podcasting for about four years. Uh, but if you look at the number, you would say, okay, well, he must have been doing it for a long time. Four years, about four years I've been true, truly podcasting, about four years. Um, once every week. But if you look at the number, it looks like it's been longer than that. And it's that way because I chose to pick up where I left off at when I was doing the recording, doing the audio recordings that never got released. So I chose to pick up on that last number and just go from there versus just starting off fresh. And I did that because at that moment, at that time, that's what was on my heart to do. That's what I sensed to do. Um, and I know to some at that time, and I know probably now may not make sense to you, but it did to me. And, and so that's why you see that I'm at 197 right now, as of today, as of this week. And that's because I chose at that time 
from what I sense in my heart, my spirit, to go on that and pick up from one of the last recordings that I had did that other ones that didn't get released out there. Now, it may be a day that I may pull and go back into that archive. I may go back and say, hey, you know, let me pull this message. You know, so you'll get to see, you'll get to hear something raw. You know, you get to hear some raw footage of, you know, of me that was not edited at all. But until then, if that is the case to be, we'll be moving forward. And then moving forward, my brothers and sisters, not to dry things out and not to bore you. Hopefully, I'm not boring you. Uh, but I really want everyone to really get what I'm saying right now. If you have not already begun to do what you have sensed on your heart and you know it's tugging on you to do, start. This is the time now to start. And if you have already done so, stepped out there. I want to say to you, don't give up. Don't lose your faith. Don't let your hope be taken away from you. Just stay strong. God's got you. He's got things set up for you. Just continue to move on what you sense in your heart and your spirit. And just keep and keep praying about it and just keep going. Because I'm here to tell you right now, what is laid upon your heart to do is needed. It's needed and it is important. A lot of people are not going to see it as important. You're going to get a lot of people that's going to probably say things like, oh, hey, that's what you're doing. You know, and you're going to get a lot of people that's going to be like, they're doing things in that of the church. And they're going to probably ask you and what you're doing and what you know that if you say, oh, well, you know, this is what I do or whatever. They're going to be like, oh, kind of like it doesn't matter. Like, oh, that's what you're doing. Oh. That just don't seem like that's, uh, uh, why, why are you doing that? You know, you ain't got to vindicate you. Look, you, he's a brutal kasha. You ain't got to prove that to nobody. Your accountability is not to men. You hear what I'm saying? They're not going to be, it, they're not going to be the ones standing before you that judgment day judging you. So, if you know it's being laid on your heart to do, if you know it's being commanded of you each and every day, but you've been shunning it, you've been putting it off, you ain't been so diligent with it, I'm here to tell you right now, begin to be diligent with it. You say, well, bro, I don't know what to do. I don't know which way to go. I don't even know if this is what I'm supposed to do. Then pray. Just pray. God going to show you. Just pray. Petition is thrown with that question and see what he say. <laughs> He'll show you. But now you got to have an open mind, open heart. And you got to have the willingness to want to receive what he's got to say. And what he's going to show you. Because it... it, it <laughs> It comes natural. You feel what I'm saying? It comes natural. I never in a million years would have thought that I would be doing this. Doing, posting daily devotionals. I'm talking about daily, every day. And then on top of that, doing a podcast once a week. 
I ain't never thought about doing no daily devotion, let alone talking about a podcast. And when I'm talking on a microphone, and then, you know, I know eventually what's going to wind up happening is I'm going to be, you know, on YouTube, and then people are going to be watching my videos, and, you know, and I'm going to be honest, I'm just really be, I'm just going to really be transparent right now with the YouTube thing. It's not just that I have a lot of other things going on that I haven't done it. It's also because I just really ain't trying to put myself out there on video like that. That's a part of me that God is working on. Okay, so there you have it. Okay, I'm just... That's a part that God is working on me right there. Um, so, you know, pray for me on that right there. But that's a part that God is working on me because I'm just not ready to put myself in front of a video camera to be recorded. Um, I mean, I'll do it. Don't get me wrong now. Don't, don't get it twisted. I will do it. But it's not something that I'm taking as a priority to do right now. That's just not, I mean, I don't want to do it because I don't want to be on camera. At this moment, I got some things that I'm dealing with that's of me. Um... But I know that I'm at the point right now, I'm at that time right now that I need to go ahead and do it because I, I, I sense it and I, I sense that tug and it's coming more frequently, frequently it's on my mind, it's on my heart to do so I know that I need to go ahead and do it. So don't get it twisted and think that, oh, you know, he ain't going to do this, he ain't going to, no, I'll do it. I'm just telling you right now, being transparent with you that that's one of the reasons why I haven't done this because I just don't want to be in front of no camera. Okay, um, I got some things going on with me personally. That's the reason why I don't want to. So, there you have it. Okay, um, but I'm 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 telling you, just as I'm telling you, to go ahead and step out there and do what you need to do. I'm doing what I need to do, and so I'm gearing myself up to go ahead and do what I need to do to get in front of that camera, so I can go ahead and start recording videos. So, I'm not. I guess it. Really, the bottom line on that right there is that I'm not going to say anything to you to do if I'm not already doing it or I'm in the process of doing it or getting myself set up so I can do it. So I'm in the process of setting myself up so I can do it. So that's why I'm telling you. See, I already know that it needs to be done. I already know that I can't procrastinate only no longer. I need to go ahead and do it. So I'm doing what I need to do and that's soul searching myself within and 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 really really addressing the things the issues that are of me that has caused me to decide not to be in front of a camera so if you're in that place if that's where you're at to where you say well you know i got some things going on with me and that's the reason why you know well then just like i just said i'm soul searching myself I'm analyzing the reasons why I said, okay, this is not why I want to do it right now because I got this, that, and other going on with me. Okay? You ain't got to go into no elaboration. You ain't got to tell nobody what it is. That's between you and God. You pray about it. You petition God's throne to help you to overcome whatever it is that's going on with you so that you can go ahead and make that, you know, take that next step to begin to do what God has laid on your heart to do. And that's where I'm at. So that's why I'm sitting here encouraging you, pleading with you to go ahead and step out 
and do what is needed to be done. You know, you've been procrastinating because, you know, hey, you know, I don't want to put myself out there like that. Or it might have been because of the the comment that I made earlier beginning, you know, this intro, as I said that, you know, you know, you got a target on your back. You might be, you know, I've got a target on my back. But the reason, <laughs> oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. The reason why I said that and I put it out there like that is because of that thing. You see, you, you say, well, I, I don't want to have a target on my back. That's just it. The point I was really wanting you to understand is that you got a target on your back regardless. You feel what I'm saying? So regardless where you pick up what God has laid on your heart and you embrace it and begin to go ahead and walk it out, or you just sit back and just live life however you feel, you still got a target on your back either way. You see, you see what I'm saying? Because see, the devil knows who you are. And he knows whom you are. He knows what you're capable of doing. So to keep you from doing what it is that he knows you're capable of doing, he'll take you out. Okay? He may take his time on doing it. He's going to play with you a little bit. But... As soon as he just sense just the least that you're going to do or you head in that direction, then he's going to amp up. You get what I'm saying? And, and, and so either way you go, he you got a target on your back. He's out there. So that's my whole reason for bringing that up and, and putting it out there to people like that is because, look, you got a target on your back regardless. You've been on his list way before your mother's mother's mother was, came into existence. So... <laughs> If that's what you're worried about, you might as well just get over that because you're going to have a target on your back, period. You got one on your back now. So don't let that stop you from doing what it is that you, 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 know, you know that you've been called to do for that of God's kingdom. So my brothers and sisters, you know, But the things that we're seeing and we're knowing that are taking place around the world, this is not the time to sit and procrastinate on what God has laid upon your heart to do. This is not the time to take a back seat to that which has been called on you to do. This is not the time to say, oh, I pass. This is not the time. We're in the second month of this new blessing this, this year. And you already see what done took place. You already see what's about to take place and even more stuff that's been talked about that's about to come down the pipeline. So right now I'm telling you, you better get on it. You better get on it. You hear what I'm saying? Get on it. And you're going to become, you know, yeah, that's going to make you unpopular. You may even lose some friends in the process. You may even have some family members might back up off on, you know, associating fellowshipping with you. But guess what? <laughs> what does the word say? The word says that when you when you when you sever yourself, and it doesn't say it in this way, but I'm paraphrasing. When you sever yourself from that of your family, that your children, your wife, your when you sever yourself from that and pick up your cross and follow Christ, what does it say about your life? Then you gain your life, but then when you choose to try to save your life yourself, you lose your life. So all those things that you're trying to save, you're going to lose it. But if you let it go and say, well, you know, I turn away from that to follow Christ. To follow Christ in that of what I've been called to do as a disciple unto Christ for the glory of God. When you do that and you put your heart into it, unless you know how and what's on your heart and your spirit to do unwaveringly, you're going to gain. And not just gain what you... Let go of what you turned away from, but you're going to 
tend to have vote. See, I guess y'all forgot about Joe. Y'all forgot about what happened with Joe. Go read Joe. You'll see what happened. That's all I'm going to say because you need to read it. And you'll get what I'm what I'm trying to say. It's a lot that be on my mind and a lot of thoughts, you know. And I, I I'll be the one to say, yeah, there's been some moments that I thought like, okay, well, is this real? Is it not real? Is that true? Is that not true? But I'm gonna tell you this right here. I'm gonna do what's on my heart to do. What I sense that I've been called to do. I'm going to do it regardless. And I'm taking the, I'm, I'm just doing what I need to do to take the guessing, you know, just take the guessing out of the game. Period. I am not going to sit here and be guessing and try to wonder, okay, well, if this and that. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right. It's like I told somebody, I told somebody this that I had met. I said, listen, I told these young people this. It was this young lady and this young, this young, this young brother in Christ. I told him, I said, listen, I said, y'all can sit and listen to me. I said, you know, one thing I've always tried to do is speak what's on my heart. You know, but I'm not going to mislead you or anything like that. I said, anything that I say to you, you can go and look at the Bible and you can pretty much see that that's where I, you know. I said, well, listen, anything that you hear, anything that you see, I said, if it's on your heart to want to know something about it, I see you pray about it and you have the opportunity to read about it. You have the opportunity to watch it. You pray about it as to whether or not you should. I said, if you, you know, you you have been showed that you should, then you do so. I said, but you let that of your spirit guide you on whether or not it's something you need to follow or not follow. And so basically what I was telling them is let, you know, let the light of Christ guide you on that. Don't, don't. Don't put yourself in a position where you're making the decision in that of yourself or of yourself, meaning of your flesh, because the word does tell us, do not lean upon the world, understanding nor that of your own. Okay, so that's why I put it to him like that. You know, hey, listen, pray about it and, and let the discerning of that of your spirit guide you on what to do with that knowledge. And, and really, honestly, first of all, guide you as whether or not to even seek it, seek that knowledge. Um, if you seek the knowledge, then once you seek the knowledge, you gain, you know, get the knowledge of the knowledge presented to you where you can partake of the knowledge, then, you know, you pray as to what you need to do and let that decision be in that of discerning the spirit as to whether or not what to do with the knowledge. Because, see, we can have the knowledge of God, but what we do with it, that's truly what really matters, what we do with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you can learn things, you, you know, you can have knowledge of everything. But what are you doing with that knowledge? That's what matters. Okay. So with all that being said, my brothers and sisters, uh, I try not to make this a long intro. I try not to really, but, you know, there's things that be on my heart to say, and I just want to go ahead and release it. And if it sound, you know, if it seems like I kind of was jumping back and forth, you know, here and there on different topics, it's because what came to me to say, I said it. Um, not really so much of no strip. I ain't got nothing in front of me saying, you know, to say this and say that. I don't. The only thing I got in front of me is the notes and the, and the, the content of scriptures for this message. 
uh, for this week. That's it. The words that just came out of my mouth prior to all this, what I'm saying now, is not stripped at all. Um, But my brothers and sisters, please, I'm hearing you. You hear me pleading with you. I beseech thee, begin on that which is laid upon your heart to do what has been calling you. And you know it. You know it has. You know what it is. You know what it is. So I say to you now, this is the moment that you need to go ahead and do that. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your blessings and guidance. I thank you for your patience. For I know that some of us are not truly, we're not carrying out your your your, your requests. We're not being obedient to your command. We're not listening, oh Father God, nor have we even taken a moment to go and have an understanding of the assignment that you've laid upon our hearts so that we can pick up and do what is needed, oh Father God, of us to do. We know that there's a process in life. There's many processes to many things. And we know that we're going to have a hand in that process or those processes. But Father God, when we don't even take the time to to, to research, when we don't even take the time to get an understanding, we don't even take a time to come unto you, Father God, to be in counseling concerning what you're laying upon our hearts, what you're calling, you're commanding, you're pulling and tugging on our spirits to do. We know that we're walking in disobedience. And Father, I stand now with my head bowed, my hands up, oh Father God, open unto you, seeking mercy, asking forgiveness for that of my brothers and sisters in Christ, not just as myself, but for them as well. And Heavenly Father, I thank you for your patience. I thank you for your mercy, your forgiveness. I thank you for your love. And I thank you for your continuous willingness to be counseling us, guiding us in that of your wisdom and the blessedness of that of your word so that we're able to do what it is that we need to do. We know that beyond anything else, that it, there's no one else that we can turn to. There's no one else that we can seek the knowledge or the answer. We know it is you. David demonstrated that so many times. He knew there was no one else to turn. He knew that there was no one that could do anything that was even capable of coming anywhere near doing what needed to be done. He knew it was the Lord thy God. And he called upon him. He came before him. Adequately, humble, and with meekness, seeking a petition unto the God. He cried out unto you. So, Father, I do the same as that of your humble servant. On the behalf of that of my brothers and sisters in Christ. Not just for me, nor that of my family, but for that of thy brothers and sisters in Christ. Even those whom I know not. Here I am before thee. Heavenly Father, thou knoweth my heart and thou knoweth my thoughts before they come forth upon my mind. As I am seeking to do right, as I am seeking, O Father God, to do what's laid upon my heart and has been commanded and tugged upon my spirit, I'm praying for my brothers and sisters in Christ to be able to do the same, to pick up their cross. To deny themselves of everything else. And I know it's not easy because I am a witness. I'm living it. But I know that in that of you, through you, it is possible. 
For we know in your word it said that with man it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So Heavenly Father, I've come unto you with this petition. I release it unto thee now in the name of Jesus. I stand in faith knowing that it is done. That whatever I've asked, whatever I lay before you, not only will you answer and grant unto thee, but you will keep in a protection in Jesus' name. Amen. Although I wait patiently, Lord, please do not delay. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Many, Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you planned for us. None can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, but my ears you have opened. Blunt offerings and sin offerings you do not require. Then I say, here I am. I have come. It is written about me in the scrolls. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. I proclaim your saving acts in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips, Lord, as you know. I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and your sayings help. I do not conceal your love and your faithfulness from the great assembly. Do not withhold your mercy from me, Lord. May your love and your faithfulness always protect me. For the troubles without number surround me. My sins have overtaken me and I cannot see. There are more than the hairs of my head and my heart fails within me. Be pleased to save me, Lord. Come quickly, Lord. To my help. May all who want to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all who desire my ruin be turned back in disgrace. May those who say to me, <laughs> be appalled at their own shame. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your saving help always say, the Lord is great. But as for me, I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my help and my deliverer. You are my God. Do not delay. Hmm, my God. Brothers and sisters, <laughs> once again, I, you know, I talk so much about David, but I'm, I'm here to tell you right now, and I know you hear me, you probably get tired of me pushing him up like that and lifting him up and 
you know, I know you probably think that I'm praising David. I'm not really praising David, but I'm just really bringing his name to light. He truly was a man of God, and he truly was a man of God's own heart. Um, but, you know, some of the things David has said and the way he has brought it forth, you, we know that it was inspired by God. We know, and that's why I say these are God's words. You know, David got it right on the head right here. You know, he 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 is the nail on the head. Because, you know, he... My God. You know, he talks about the goodness of the Lord. You know, and he talks about how blessed those are who trust in him. Who does not look to the proud. He talks about those who turn aside to false gods. And he said, you know, many, Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done. He said, you know, once again, he goes back and he praises. Then he, then he, then he says, he says, the things you planned for us. He said, none can compare with you. Where I just speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. Sacrifice and offerings you do not desire. But my ears you have opened. Blunt offerings and sin offerings you do not require. Then I say, here I am. I have come. It is written about me in the scrolls. I desire to do your will, my God. Your Lord, your, your law is written. Your law is within my heart. I proclaim your saving acts in the great assembly. I do not seal my lips, Lord, as you know. I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. I speak of your faithfulness and your saving help. I do not conceal your love and your faithfulness from the great assembly. Do not withhold your mercy from me, Lord. May your love and faithfulness always protect me. For the troubles without number surround me. Hmm. My sins have overtaken me, and I cannot see. See, David. See, that's what I'm saying, man. That's, that's this is one of the things I like about David. David will be praising. They will worship, and then he will say, My sins have overtaken me, and I cannot see. He said, you know, I've gotten caught up in my sins and I do not see, Lord, the right way that I need to see. I do not, I cannot discern what's going on around me because I am in my flesh now. I need you to help me out of this. I cannot do this in my own. I have, I have surrendered myself unto that of my flesh. I have been overtaken. You know, and although he doesn't say it in that way, that's, basically what he's saying he says my sins have overtaken me and i can't see so he's basically saying i have allowed myself to get caught up in my flesh and partaken of its desires lord i need you and help thee thy humble servant they are more than the hairs of my head And my heart fails within me. Be pleased to save me. He says, be pleased to save me. 
He said, you know, in other words, what he's saying, he said, Lord, I know how much you desire for me to do and to be right before you. I know how much you desire for none, for none to perish. He said, be pleased to save me. <laughs> Come quickly, Lord, to help me. May all who want to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all who desire my ruin be turned back in disgrace. See, David speaking word over himself. See, that's what I'm saying. David was switched. Whoop. This is a, oh my God. And you know, and, and that's why I say I, I get a little bit high. God says that this is a man out his own heart because he will worship and praise God. And then he will speak goodness over his life. And then he will confess that he's repenting of his sins. And then he will worship and praise. David knew what he David knew how to release that word out. And he spoke from his heart. He spoke. He let, let he, Oh, hey now shit. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not David. And neither are you, my brothers and sisters. But do we not have favor with that of God? Does not he does not he see us as his own? Does he not look upon us in the same sanctification as he does upon Christ? Is he not willing to take us into his bosom? Although we have shamed, we have brought foulness and all kinds of sin and lustfulness before him. But is not his arms still open to welcome us and to hold us and to comfort us in that of the, the refuge of his bosom? And are his wings not ready to fold around us and pull us close? It's not that his tears of joy and blessedness ready to cleanse us and rinse us, as well as that of the sacrifice of blood of Christ to purify us from all sins once again. So here we are in the midst of this world, this failing world, this uncertainty of future. And what do we have joyfulness for? I hope it's not of this world. It's nice to have some things and have possession of them and to be able to do some things. And yes, it may bring a little joy to us and we may be happy. But we must always keep a good understanding that everything of this world and concerning this world is fading away. And one day shall be completely gone. The only thing that is truthfully lasting. The only thing that. Stands. Undestroyed. Is the word of God. My brothers and sisters. That word has come upon our hearts. So here I am saying to you, don't try to hide 
Don't try to bury yourself in the things that you consider to be your duties and your deeds concerning your job and your, your family, concerning your businesses, concerning this world. Because Christ said that those who will forsake their families, those who will turn away from all the things of that of their possessions and pick up the crossing, follow me. Those are the ones who truly will save their lives. Those are the ones who truly will be blessed. But if you stand back, if you shun back and try to do what you think is good to save your life, then you shall lose it. I let those thoughts resonate upon my heart and, you know, and just flow through my, my mind and And I'm asking myself, you know, am I doing anything right now to hinder my walk with God? And of course, you know, if you're really analyzing yourself properly, you'll probably find something. It may be small to you, but you'll probably find something. And that's what I'm asking God to help work on. That's what I'm asking God to work on because he don't need my help. Because if I could do it, I, I wouldn't be asking for his help. But I pray to be able to do what is needed to be done concerning my part of the process. And that I will be able to do it within that of the strength, within that which he has bestowed in me. So that way I'm working and I'm working through that of him and not through that of me. Because through me and of me, I am nothing and can do nothing. This flesh doesn't care about all that. Flesh cares about satisfying. It cares about itself. The gratification unto its own self. What you do and what you accomplish in that of God and for God's kingdom, it can care less. So my brothers and sisters, we're down to the wire. We're counting. We're hearing. We're listening and seeing things that got us wondering. But I'm here to say to you right now, don't sit and wonder too long. Don't sit and think about it too long. Take action. Answer that call. Respond to that tug. It's time. It's time. Alrighty, everyone, my brothers and sisters, um, that notification that you just heard was letting me know that we have reached that moment in the show that it's time to bring forth the spiritual food for thought for this week. And um, that spiritual food for thought, it's just plainly as David said, I wait patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. Now, once again, once again, let's go over that. Once again, spiritual food for thought for this week. 
I wait patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. Okay, my brothers and sisters, that, that is our spiritual food for thought for this week. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot of, there's many scriptures in that of God's word that we should allow ourselves to give time of meditation to on that of our hearts and our thoughts. And with this one right here is no different. You know, we think about it and we say, wow, yeah, David, wait. But David said, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. Now, if we think on that for a minute, I'm sure that you could you could relate truly with that because I'm sure that you have had some moments where you 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 felt that 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 God lift you up out of some bad places that can be represented as being slimy and mud and mire and you know and he set you in a firm spot when you thought for sure you were sinking you thought for sure it was over with for you you thought for sure you was a goner but God came along and lifted you up and set you firmly <laughs> firmly you feel what I'm saying on a surface that you could not sink a surface that you would not slip stumble or fall Thank you, Lord. Oh, my God. Some of all parts of this week's message is quoted from Psalms 40, 1 through 17 in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Psalms 40, 1 through 17, found in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the week, you can find us over on Facebook as Encouragement Daily Blog, also on IG, Encouragement Daily Blog, and also on Twitter as Encouragement Daily Blog. We're right here seated and rooted on Anchor.fm as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, that's Anchor.fm, Encouragement Daily Podcast. So my brothers and sisters, I encourage you to visit those social media pages. Uh, if you already frequent those, you know, look for us there. Um, but if you're a person that really just like listening to the word and, and receiving encouragement as you're going about your daily duties and responsibilities, you like to have that freedom to be able to listen versus having to try to take time out to read. You can search for us at anchor.fm. With there as Encouragement Daily Podcast. So do you all you got to do is just go on over to Anchor. Get situated over there. You know, you get yourself an account set up. It's not going to cost you anything but just a few minutes of your time. Okay. Get yourself set up. And then you'll be able to receive the notifications each and every time there's an episode available. 
So my brothers and sisters, it's very much worth those two or three minutes it may take you to set up your account. Um, it cannot weigh in comparisons to the blessings that the Lord will release in your life through these messages. Amen. So I thank you once again for taking your time out of your busy schedules to be receiveth of this week's message. I pray that all that has come forth this week is a blessing unto you and will allow everything else that God has desired and everything that God has spoken to begin or continuously walk out in your life. And that as this message has come forth that you've allowed it to resonate with you by having an open mind, open heart, and then doing what is needed to perceive, to receive, and let it work. Amen. So I say unto you, farewell. And until the next time that we come together, may all things be blessed unto you as this day continues to go forth. And may the rest of the week be more so than that of the Lord as you desire and as that of his desire. May the love of God be blessed upon you, showering with all that of the wonderfulness of his heavenly kingdom. And until next time, we come together for that of encouraging fellowship. My brother, my sister, keep your heads up and begin to walk in what God has laid upon your heart. And to do it ungrudgingly, to do it without complaint, but to do it with the joyfulness of that of the Lord. Amen. Catch you on the next time. God bless you.